The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. everybody to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Kicks, your Wednesday, September 13th edition. We have a 12-game main slate. We'll break down a three-game early slate if you feel like t- tickling your fancies there. The Indians going for 21 straight with Clevenger on the mound versus Buck Farmer. Uh, really no weather concerns in your day games. You got Yankees at Rays as well and um, White Sox at Royals. So that's what you're looking at there. But at your night slate, not too much weather. A lot of the rain potential comes in late in the games or after the games. Hopefully it stays that way and doesn't come in earlier. Follow your weather, guys. Normal wind blowing out to center, right at the left center in San Francisco tonight with the Dodgers and the Giants. But uh, not too much craziness. So uh, let's look at your totals real quick. If you are playing the day slate, Tigers, Indians, 9.5. Yankees, Rays, 8.5. White Sox, Royals, 10. You got Braves, Nationals, 8. Marlins, Phillies, 8.5. Orioles, Blue Jays, 8.5. A's, Red Sox, 9.5. Mets, Cubs, Harvey versus Lester. Waiting on the win there. Lester, a minus 290 favorite. Uh, You got Mariners, Rangers at 11. Yep, that's a game we shall target, folks. Pirates, Brewers, uh, waiting on that one because Tyler Glass now makes his return to the bigs. And we will touch on him in a bit. Padres, Twins at 9. Reds, Cardinals, 9. Rockies, D-backs, and Coors Light at 9.5. Astros, Angels, 8.5. Dodgers, Giants, 7.5. So some interesting matchups to say the least. Let's get at it. We got your pitching on the slate. There are three guys at 10K or above. There's only one we're targeting, and no, we're not targeting Max Scherzer. He's 13-4. He's against the Braves. Sure, it's a great, great matchup. He's a heavy, heavy favorite. I mentioned it last time out. He just doesn't look right. He doesn't look like he's 100% there. They're not, like, making him go super deep. His last two starts, six innings and five innings, 17.5, 10.9. That's not going to cut it. The Braves actually have a little bit of success against him in the past. Uh, if you want to use him, go for it. Scherzer is one of the... Pitchers that like anybody can just be outstanding. We loved Kluber last night. Different situation. Complete game. Uh, shutout. 
Uh, most guys' teams in a, in a lead like that would have yanked him after seven. He went all nine. It was phenomenal. Scherzer wouldn't be asked to do that. He's 13-4. If he throws a great game, he does. But I'll save money and go elsewhere. I'm also not using you, Darvish. I know he's 10,300 at the San Francisco Giants. A, the Giants don't strike out a ton. B, if you follow me on Twitter or you've listened long enough, I am not a Darvish fan. If you want to listen to his game logs, 7.6 at home against Colorado. 0.2 at San Diego. 13.9 against Milwaukee. 6.1 against the White Sox. That's his last four starts. He's got four and a third, three, five, and six innings. Zero, I don't know, six, five, seven, and two on the strikeouts. He just needs to prove me more to pitch him like this because there are some many, many good options in this mid-tier. I'm not going to Darvish at 10-3. But the guy I will go to up here, and I like him quite a bit, and we liked Kyle Gibson yesterday at 8,200. He threw six shutout innings. I think he had six, six or more Ks at least. Might have had closer to eight. He was phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. They had such a big lead. They pulled him. No need to extend him. They might actually need Kyle Gibson in a playoff rotation. But I'm looking at Urban Santana. And, again, if you follow me or listen to me enough, I'm not a huge guy in paying for Urban. Uh, but at 10900 he is the only guy I'm paying for up here. He's coming off a couple of rocky starts at Kansas City and at home against Kansas City. Do you sense a trend there? Kansas City likes to face him. You go down back-to-back Chicago White Sox starts 21-26.8. He had a 17-5, 13-3, 16-7. And you go all the way back to August 2nd at the San Diego Padres. Nine innings, four hits, two earned, nine strikeouts, 37.8 innings, or 37.8 DraftKings points. Another thing I like about uh, Irvin Santana a ton is they let him go deep. He has five complete games on the year, three shutouts, Leads baseball in complete games by pretty good margin, I believe. So it's a great matchup, and the Padres, as we know, strike out a ton. When you're looking at Santana, the Padres strike out over 25% of the time. He has a swinging strike rate of over 10%. Everything lines up nicely for Santana. Padres 4-2-2 total. Lefties 282, righties 386. Santana will be my guy up top at $10,900. Now it gets a little fun. You drop in, you, you skip Lester, you skip Nola. They're not in horrible matchups, but we're going to save some money and go down to the eights. Dougie Fister, 8800 bucks at home against the Oakland A's. Sure, lefties can hit him. Sure, you know, he has the blow-up potential, but we've been on him a lot lately, and he's been outstanding. 31-6 at home against Toronto. 24-8 at the Yankees. 21-6 at home against Baltimore. 34-4 at Cleveland. Hiccup at home against Cleveland. 21-5. 23-1, Fister has looked really, really good in the last three to four weeks. A strikeout percentage over 23%. Um, facing an eighth team that strikes out 24.5% of the time versus right-handed pitching. A ground ball rate of over 50%. There's a ton to like here. There is a little bit of you know cause for it. Wait a minute, I get it. You know The A's have a 4-1-7 total. That's less than the Padres. Uh, righties hit 231. That's outstanding. Lefties, 345. So, yes, lefties can't hit him. Matt Olson, if you're not using Fister, zero problem using Matt Olson. Uh, you know, Jed Lowry, um, Maxwell behind the dish. Boog Powell's a nice, cheap option. There's a couple, but, like, really, I just named you three or four guys. Does that really make you not want to use a guy? Not me personally, and at the price tag of eighty hundred bucks, he could easily put up a thirty point performance as he has twice in his last four or five starts. 
So Fister at eighty eight hundred bucks. As much as we know, Fister can get fisted. That the, it's a it's a nickname for a reason. The guy's been outstanding the last month, month and a half. Can't sleep on him. Great strikeout upside matchup against the Oakland A's. You get Dan Straley eighty six hundred bucks at Philadelphia. It's a little riskier. The young Phillies lineup has been potent. You saw it last night. Wake up, Reese Hoskins, another double dong evening. My guy, Reese, my man crush on Reese. Um, lefties, he has reverse splits. Lefties only hit. Uh, I just had it here. Lefties, that's uh, the wrong team. Philadelphia Phillies. There you go. Lefties two ninety six, righties three forty. They have a four three zero total. They do strike out a whopping. A whopping um, 23.8% of the time versus right-handed pitching. He has a 12% swing strike rate. Big fly ball guy. Does make it a problem from time to time. Uh, two starts out. Uh, two starts ago at home versus Philly. Five innings, nine hits, four earned. Four Ks for 8.7. But then four starts ago at Philadelphia. Six innings, two hits, three earned. 10 Ks for 29.1. It's, it's the thing with Straley. I've rostered him quite a bit this year. If he's striking guys out, he's outstanding. When he's not, it's not good at all. Uh, he's faced the, the Phillies four times this year, 22 and two-thirds total innings. He's given up 29 hits in those innings, 12 earned, four homers, but 31 strikeouts in 22 and two-thirds. He's averaging 19.7 a game against the Phillies. 8600 bucks. There is definite upside in that matchup. I have Just like with Fister, the right situation, no problem uh, fading him. But at the same time, he is in play if you need him. If you want to drop down to 8,200, I am all over a guy like Kevin Gossman. We were all over Bundy last night saying, you know, he had a rough outing. Let's bounce back. Well, Gossman had a rough outing his last time out against the Yankees, just like Bundy. But prior to that, 25-9 against Toronto, 27-1 at Boston. We know how he's been doing. That started against Toronto, six innings, five hits, no earned, eight Ks. He's faced Toronto five times this year. 28 and two-thirds innings, 29 hits, five earned runs, which is outstanding for him. 10 walks and 24 Ks, almost a K in inning, averaging 17.4 points. Caleb Joseph should be catching. If he's not, run for Z Hills. But uh, he should be behind the dish, as again, like I mentioned yesterday. Wellington Castillo took one to the uh, nether regions. He has a what they say is a groin issue is the nice way of putting it. Uh, he is day-to-day, likely not in the lineup, so... Gossman at 8,200, definitely in play against the Jays team that we will get some strikeouts with. Almost a 21% K rate versus righties, and everything else checks out nicely. Toronto's team total of 436 is middle of the pack tonight. A lot of middle of the pack totals to pay attention to. I usually am on a guy like Denelison Lamette at 8,100. The upside is definitely there, but uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to the Twins striking out 21.6% of the time versus righties, Lamette dominates righties. Lefties can hit him well, and the Twins have a ton of lefties in that lineup. So I'll steer clear of that one, but it is an interesting GPP play because no one is going to own him after what the Twins did last night. No one. So if you want to be super contrarian and hope he can navigate some of those lefties, Go for it. If for some reason they put a lineup out with, you know, not many lefties, then go for it. But I'm going to steer clear. You know, Kepler, Grossman, Polanco, Escobar, um, Castro double dong last night. And I know I'm missing more. There, There's a hint. Vargas could be back there. There's a lot of good lefties that, that they can throw out there in that lineup. So just beware on that one. So in your 8K range, I got Fister 1, Gossman 2, Straley 3. In the 7K range... 
Chase Anderson at seventy six hundred bucks. I wanted to mention him against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Chase has been outstanding of late, really good at home, averaging about 20 points per game at home. And his one start against Pittsburgh, which came a few starts back, six innings, two hits, two earned, seven Ks for 24.5 points. He's been very, very good of late. Um, but he's facing a Pittsburgh team that doesn't strike out a ton. That's always a, a problem. He's got to go deeper in the game and make it happen, given he did get a good amount of strikeouts in that last start versus Pittsburgh. But they strike out 19% of the time versus righties. He has a 23% K rate, great swinging strike rate. All the peripherals check the boxes for him. Check them very, very well. When you look at Pittsburgh, their team total is not available because Glasnow's making a start. But lefty's 269, righty's 296 for Chase Anderson. So there's a definite argument to use him here. If you'd like to, I have zero problem with it. Just be aware the K upside might not show up. It might, still might. He has a really good K rate. He struck them out last time they faced off. Just as peripheral-wise, it might not be there, and that'll lower your outlook on the day. But if it shows up, it's great. And the other thing that always worries me is that ballpark is just live as live can be. So be careful there. Talking about another live ballpark, you talk Chase Field, and I talk Patrick Corbin, $7,300. You are getting a price discount on our man, who had a just disgusting start his last time out at home against the Padres. Eight earned and four and a third, minus 87 he was 9,500. He was 84 prior to that. We got 19 in Coors, 11.5, 94, 79, 81, 78. He hasn't been this cheap. He was 71 on August 1st. Since August 1st, 22 1, 31 4, 34 5, 28 4, 32 2, 19, and then last starts hiccup. Facing a Rockies team that obviously is not the Rockies on the road. That is very, very clear. He's averaging 12 points per game against the Rockies. He just faced them two starts back at Coors where he got 19 points. We have uh, one earned and five and a third and struck out four. Before that start, the strikeouts have been this huge. Arenado is on fire. LeMahieu's swinging a good bat. Story hits lefties well. There are definite hurdles in this matchup, but it's phenomenal, especially at that price tag. You're getting a guy with just tremendous talent who has showcased it this year, an 11.3% strikeout rate, ground ball rate of almost 47%. He, he uh, or a ground ball rate of 50.2%. Does have a, a 15% home run of fly ball, which is never, ever good. But low walks, the Rockies strike out 23.5% of the time versus lefties. Uh, the Rockies team total even is middle of the pack at 4.43. Lefties 292, righties 350. So there's definite an argument. You know, Reynolds, Story, Arenado is hitting everybody under the sun. Uh, LeMayhew. Maybe a catching option. There are guys out there that you can target. There's no Desmond. There's no sugarcoating that. But at $7,300, you are getting a massive discount on Patrick Corbin off of one bad start. It's a trend. You know, Bundy last night, Gaussman the night, Corbin. Guys have bad starts. You can't throw great every time out. A great pitcher has two or three of their three or four starts are phenomenal. And then they have a hiccup. Not everybody can be Corey Kluber or Kershaw when he's on, or Scherzer when he's on, you can't be that guy. If you can get two out of three to three out of four starts out of your pitchers, you are over the moon. A great pitcher or an average pitcher goes 15 and 10. So just think of it that way. Corbin is outstanding at 7300 bucks. So in this 7K range, I got Corbin 1, Anderson 2. I think you can live in the 7s and the 8s all day, even if you want to match them with Irvin Santana. But... If you want to go into the sixes, a couple options to look at. 
I mentioned we talk about him, but Tyler Glass now at 6600 bucks, he has been disgusting. I am not going to sugarcoat it. Um, he had When he was in the bigs, a 19% strikeout rate, an 11% walk rate, which always killed him. A home run to fly ball of 18.5%. Um, lefties hit 433, righties 400. On those numbers alone, if you want to use the Brewers, I understand it completely. And I, I don't blame you. You can get them pretty cheap. I want to let you know how he's done in the minors because he went down there and did what you want youngsters to do is make adjustments, work with your pitching coach, get it done. He has done that. In 15 starts in AAA, a 193 ERA, 140 strikeouts, and 93 in a third innings pitched. That is, that's nuts. That's over a K and a half an inning. And he only had 32 walks in those 93 and a third innings pitched. He is a completely different guy. Now, will that translate to the bigs? We'll yet to find out. It's a great matchup to see if the strikeouts translated. That's why I want to talk about him. Yet a Milwaukee human strikes out 26% of the time. Even if Glassnow can just get us five, six innings, give up two or three, strike out six plus at 6,600 bucks, it's outstanding. And if these changes in the minors are legit and they translate to the bigs, he is a steal at 6,600 bucks. So keep him in your mind if you want to go below. The blow-ups there, we've we've faded Glassnow all season long when we could early in the year. And it worked diamonds. But, and I have no problem, you know, throwing an Eric Thames out there who's actually been okay of late, at least for his price tag. You know, Johnny VR or a Walker, um, anybody, Braun who's swinging around Santana, because lefties and righties have hit him. We've seen it. But I'm not running to do it like I am in other matchups. I am really curious to see how he goes. I'm not saying I'm going to use him tonight. If I need a punt, he's definitely the top of my punt list. I haven't built all my lineups yet. If I need a punt, he's there. I'm really going to watch this start and see how he is because he's a big-time prospect who just hadn't figured it out in the bigs. Maybe the changes have been made. Your other punt at 6300 bucks is Jack Flaherty coming off a 13.1-point performance against San Diego. 4Ks against the Padres, 6 against the Giants, 13-1, 5-6, making his home debut. For the Cardinals, facing the Cincinnati Reds. When you talk Flaherty, big K guy in the minors. Hasn't really blossomed completely, but Cincinnati, 21% strikeout rate. Flaherty's walking too many guys, but he has a 52% ground ball rate in small sample size. And for some reason, I don't know why, the Reds have the third lowest total on the slate at 412. Small sample, but lefties 425, righties 340. I have zero problem stacking against Flaherty, but as a punt play, he has tremendous upside. Strikeouts are there. Um, such a cheap price tag. It's just like Glass. Now give up a couple, strike out some, walk away. Very intriguing on why that Reds total is so low. I can't wrap my head around it, but there we are, and that's what we have. So you're pitching down below Glass now one, Flaherty two. Recapping up top, I'm going Irvin Santana at 10-9. In the eights, Fister, Gossman, Straley. In the sevens, Corbin Anderson. Uh, down below, Glass now Flaherty. If you can just, if you just want to make a couple lineups, I am building around Santana, Fister, Gaussman, and Corbin. Those four guys are my core guys today. Um, and then I'm just, I could sprinkle in the others if you have to go super deep. But if you just want to build a few lineups, those are my core guys. And if you don't want to pay up, you stick with Fister, Gaussman, and Corbin. You still get a ton of bats, a ton. All it takes is like one value bat, and you can get everybody else. So keep that in mind. 
and we go from there. So let's check out those bats. Let's start with your catchers on the evening slate. And you start with a guy like Wilson Contreras. He's $3,600 against Matt Harvey. We will fade the bejesus out of Matt Harvey. Waiting on the team totals there, but lefty's 391, righty's 317. Harvey's actually coming off a decent start his last time out. Blew my mind. But uh, Contreras, 3,600, hitting in the middle of the order. Just be careful. He's not supposed to be taking full game action just yet. Once he starts doing that regularly, he'll be even more of a play. But hit uh, Contreras at 36 or Avila at 35, I like Contreras much, much more. Uh, when you slide down, I'm not targeting Nola, but the Phillies have hit, or no, the Marlins have hit Nola extremely well this year. Um, lefty's 315, righty's 283 overall in the season. But they've, he's had single-digit production his last two starts against them. So there's something going on in that matchup. So Rio Muto at 35 is worth keeping an eye on. Slide down to uh, Mike Zunino at 34 versus the lefty Perez in Texas. We want to Texas Seattle. We want to target Seattle and Texas. Uh, we've been doing it the last two games. They've been blowing up. Another great spot today. You got um, two of the higher team totals. That's the highest total on the slate at 11 and a half. Texas total 553. Lefty 339. Righty 302 versus Leak. Seattle 547. Just below them. Um, lefty 311. Righty 359 versus Martin Perez. So Zanino at 34 with his power behind the dish is an option. You know, Travis Day Arnold at 33 versus Lester to be contrarian. I'm not completely against it. Uh, lefty's 243, righty's 339 off Lester. So the right-handed Mets bats will be a very nice contrarian angle versus Lester, who's just very, very inconsistent right now. He's like, he's like Darvish to me, and that's why Lester's price is down to like 9,100 or something, or 9,600. He's way low for Lester. Let's just put it that way. The farther down we look, you got a guy like Evan Gaddis. If he cracks the lineup, he's 3,300 versus Tyler Skaggs. Gaddis has supreme power versus left-handed pitching. Uh, Houston, 4-3-2 total. Lefty's 324. Righty's 345 off Tyler Skaggs. So Houston very much in play as they usually are, but definitely tonight in Los Angeles against Skaggs. So Gaddis at 33, as you slide down the list, is not a bad option at all. A guy like Tucker Barnhart at 32 versus Flaherty. I could definitely get behind there. Uh, Steven Vote at 31 versus Glasnow. If Glasnow is broken, Vote is a very good play at 3100 bucks. You're not paying top price stuff. Getting a very good uh, situation there at Vote at home in a very hitter friendly ballpark. So keep an eye on him. Uh, Bruce Maxwell, like I mentioned earlier, he's 3K versus Fister. We definitely look into that. It's lefties versus Fister, and that's about it. I am going to be using the snot out of Fister tonight, but I will have some A's in at least one lineup to. To justify things, again, lefties 345, righties 231. So Maxwell at 3K is in play. The farther down you go below 3,000, um, you got the likes of maybe Miggy Montero at 2,800 versus Gaussman if you're fading there. One play I do like, hopefully he cracks the lineup. If you want to get a cheaper option in the Seattle-Texas game, the Texas catcher. 2800 bucks for Brett Nicholas, left-handed hitting catcher. Brett Nicholas does very well in his spot starts. Um, he went 0-for-1 last night. But um, the game before in a pinch hit really had four points. His last couple starts, seven points, 14 points, three points, seven points, a zero, then a 23, a 21, a three. So he's always below 3K, does pretty well. So Nicholas at 28 is a guy to keep an eye on to get some savings and a piece of that action at the catcher's position for Texas. Um, but farther down, like Rafi Lopez versus Gossman at 27. I am not purposely fading Gossman. Let's be very, very clear about that one. But he's in play. 
Sandy Leone, 2,600 versus Jarrell Cotton. Zero problem fading Jarrell Cotton as he has those good starts from very from time to time, but it's very, very few and far between, it seems like. Boston has a 5-3-3 total. It's fourth highest on the slate. Lefty's 359, righty's 357 versus Jarrell. So Leon at 26 is a nice piece of a, a big potential tonight. Jason Castro double donged yesterday. He's 25 versus Lomet. Mentioned how he Lomet dominates righties. The Twins, 478 total. Righties, 234. Lefties, 358 off Denellison. Lomet. So Castro at 25. Probably more, a little more popular than normal tonight. It's a guy we always mention in good matchups versus uh, the right pitcher. So keep him in mind. Other than that, maybe like a Pedro Severino if he cracks the lineup for Washington, 2400 versus Gohara, the, the hard-throwing youngster for the Braves, left-handed pitcher there. Uh, Max Stassi starts instead of uh, instead of Gaddis for the Astros. Stassi's right-handed bats 2200 versus Skaggs. That's a very, very good punt play if he cracks the lineup. Other than that, we'll have to check and see who shows up down here in the low, low twos. There's always a few that pop in and make it worth an extreme punt option. First base, Rizzo, been phenomenal at home, and he's facing Matt Harvey at 5,500. Uh, Rizzo's definitely in play tonight. I like Joey Votto versus Flaherty at 51. I like a ton. My boy, Reese Hoskins, Reese Lightning. First base, Alfred eligible, 4,700 versus Straley, coming off a double dong, 32-point performance, averaging 13.6 his last 10 games. A 32, a 0, a 27, a 27, a 0, a 0, a 14, a 6, a 28. The guy is just money in the banks. 4700 for Hoskins is in play today. But again, I mentioned Matt Olsen earlier. He's first base outfit eligible. 4400 versus Fister. Like him quite a bit. If you're fading Gossman, a guy like Justin Smoke at 43 has some tremendous upside against him in that matchup. Ryan Zimmerman does hit lefties well. He's never seen Gohara, obviously. Gohara's a hard throw and lefty with a decent off-speed pitch. But Zimmerman at 4300 getting him at quite a discount, does hit lefties very, very well. Same with a guy like Mark Reynolds at 4K versus Corbin. Righties versus Corbin. If you're fading him, that's what you're looking at. Reynolds, 4K with some power in that matchup. Joe Maurer, he's averaging 7.3 points a game on the season. Uh, I don't ever recommend him just because the power output's not not there. But he had nine more points last night. If the the offense is going to keep being that potent, he's worth a look at $3,900. The farther down you go... You got the likes of uh, Josh Bell versus Chase Anderson at 38 for a nice value play. Here's a price that makes zero sense to me. I know he hasn't uh, homered in over 10 games. It's been quite a while now. It's crazy if you think about it. Forgot with 37 homers. But he's still averaging 6.6 points over those games. I'm talking Mr. Joseph Votto. He hasn't gone deep in a while. I think he goes deep tonight in Texas against the guy like Michael Leak. Joseph Votto, or Joseph Gallo, I mean Gallo, Joey Gallo. Like the wine, thirty-eight hundred bucks is a steal. First base, third base eligible. Joey Gallo at thirty-eight. Ding, ding, dong tonight. If you're not using Scherzer, Freddie Freeman, first base, third base at thirty-eight hundred. We know Scherzer will give up a home run or two. I told you he loves uh, Gio Gonzalez. He took Gio deep. He's averaging thirteen point eight his last ten, twenty-eight points last night. You're getting Freeman at thirty-eight hundred bucks. That is a steal and a great GPP play because no one wants to ever fade Scherzer. So it could backfire because you would do you would you be shocked if Scherzer picks straight? No, but at the same time, as much as he struggled, this is a great play. You get five runs his last time; he's been giving up runs. Uh, Freeman at thirty eight is a phenomenal GPP play, one of the better GPP plays you'll see in a long time. 
Yuli Gurriel against Skaggs at 37. Like I mentioned, Eric Thames earlier, first base outfield at 3,700. Justin Bohr is back versus Nola at 37. You look for lefties against Nola, unless your name is Giancarlo or Azuna. But Bohr at 37 is worth a look in that matchup as well. Kendrick Morales will get a discount at 36 if you want to go that route in Toronto. Matt Carpenter, 36 for a cheaper play. Chris Davis at 35 for power upside versus Stroman, who just hasn't been lights out. He's been okay, but just not lights out at all. So keep an eye on Stroman against uh, the Orioles. Uh, other than that, you dip down to the threes and below. I'll have to check some lineups. A guy like um, Tyler White, if he cracks the lineup for Houston, he's 2,800 versus Skaggs. Super value upside play in that matchup. So keep an eye on stuff like that. Second base, Robbie Cano at 53 versus Prez. Very good play. Loves lefties. Don't be scared by that at all. I'm pretty sure he's got a homer or two up Prez also. We'll get to that in the BVP section, but don't be worried about Cano at 5,300. Altuve hits everybody. Really likes to hit lefties. He's 5,200 versus Skaggs. Outstanding play. This is You're seeing a lot of these high-priced guys. Another reason why you can live in this mid-tier and be successful or even take the punt of glass now or Flaherty. Uh, Dozier at 5K. Remember, Lamette throws well versus righties. I'm not saying avoid Dozier. Just keep that in mind. A guy like Howie Kendrick gets lefties really well. He's 4,500 versus Gohara. Not sure what's that going to be, but that's there. Um, uh, you got... Um, Ian Happ at 44 versus Harvey is outstanding. Paul DeYoung at 4,300 versus Molly is intriguing. Very, very intriguing. Uh, DJ Mayhew at 41 versus Corbin. If you're fading Corbin, that's your guy. Scooter Jeanette at 4K versus Flaherty. I like a ton. D Gordon, price tag dropped even more. Another good night last night. 23 more points last night. Not sure how often I got to keep reminding you to use this guy. It was extra innings. There's still 3 for 7 with a run scored at Ribby and two more stolen bases. The guy continues to produce double digits. It's crazy. He's thirty nine hundred bucks. I know Nola's good, but lefties get the Nola. You look at the Marlins. Lefties three fifteen, righties two eighty three. Thirty nine hundred bucks for that kind of upside. You can't find it everywhere. Scope at thirty eight versus Stroman. Not bad. It's struggling, but not bad. Jed Lowry is a guy you could use against Fister at thirty seven. Neil Walker thirty seven versus Glasnow. Cesar Hernandez thirty seven. Lots of good options in this range. Rugio Doors Power versus Mike Leak at thirty six. So you don't have to pay up at second base. I love Altuve and company at the very top, but you could definitely pay down here and be just fine is what we're getting at. Um, Johnny VR at 34, I like a lot if he starts with Glasnow because you want that power upside. Glasnow's going to get strikeouts. You want that guy that can run into one. VR is that guy that can run into, can run into two. Uh, Adam Frazier, I've been using him a lot. Second base alpha eligible for Pittsburgh, 3400 bucks versus Anderson. Uh, he only had only pinch hit last night. It went one for one, but he's been swinging a really good bat. So keep him in mind at first base or out or second base or outfield if you need a, a kind of cheaper option. Uh, again, lefty 269, right? He's 296 off Anderson. So be careful, but I do like it. The farther down you go, like Sogard's 32. I don't run to play Sogard, but Joe Panic at 32, I like quite a bit um, as a cheaper play to fade Darvish. I, I wouldn't. It could be interesting to make a Giants-Braves lineup to fade Scherzer and Darvish and just see what it comes out as. It would be interesting. I'm not saying go do it, but it could be very interesting. But Ozzy Albies, 2,900 versus Scherzer. Albies had a huge game last night. We loved him. If Willie Calhoun cracks the lineup, he's only 28 versus Leak. Calhoun, good debut last night for the Rangers. 
mentioned Chase Sutley versus uh, Cueto yesterday. That was a bomb he hit. But a guy like Ryan Goings at 26 as a value play. And then you kind of scroll through and see who else cracks the lineup tonight down in the lower twos. Third base, Aaron Otto at 53. Yes, you play him versus everybody, especially against Corbin, who gets hit hard by righties. Chris Bryant had a big night last night. He's 5K versus Harvey. He might be heating up, one would say. He's been playing very well of late, at least his last few. 22 points last night, hopefully as a sign of things to come. Machado, Rendon likes his lefties. He's 4,900. Just be careful. There's a lot of good nationals against lefties, but they've never seen Gohara. He's a very, very hard thrower, a very, very wild guy. Makes things interesting. The Nats could blow him up easy. He got hit around his first start of his career, but just be careful. Travis Shaw, 46 versus Glass now. Definite upside there if the bad Glass now shows up. Uh, Donaldson at 45. Okay. Seager at 42 is not bad at all. Uh, Justin Turner at 42, I like a lot. He loves lefties, crushing lefties. One of the best hitters, power, exit velocity, barrel-wise versus lefties all season. So Turner at 42, largely in play. A guy like Alex Bregman, third base shortstop at 39 versus Skaggs, I like a lot. Uh, nice price tag there. Rafael Devers, 3,800 versus Darrell Cotton. Nice play below 4K. So just like other positions, plenty of options below the 4K range if you need to. Joey Gallo, Freddie Freeman again. Both 3,800. Both really, really good plays. Uh, Eugenio Suarez at 37 versus Flary. as be very, very low owned. Interesting play there. Farther down you go, you got the likes. Whew. It gets pretty bleak here at third base. I'm going to be very, very blunt with you here. Yeah, you might want to pay at least to that 35 or above range unless a crazy punt comes out. Shortstop, Trey Turner, 55. Cozart at 46 is definitely worth a look when deep yesterday off of Lynn. Elvis Andrus in that matchup in Texas at 46, I like. Carlos Correa, fourth price pitcher, at, or kept our fourth price shortstop. Facing the lefty Skaggs at 4,500 is a very, very nice play. Uh, he's not lighting the world on fire of late. That's why his price is dropping. But uh, we know the upside is there. If you want to wait and see him heat up, there's other options. Zero problem with that, but very interesting play. Like Eduardo Escobar at 44 versus Lamette's very nice. Gene Segura at 44 versus the lefty press. Segura hits lefties really, really well, leaning off for the, the Mariners. 4,400, that's a great play. Trevor Story's price is up to 43. I know I love him versus lefties. I don't think I can pay 43 for Trevor. If you want to, though, it could be an interesting result for you. Jorge Polanco's price continues to drop. He went deep yesterday. He's 3,900 versus Lamette. Hitting in the middle of that order. I like that as well. I mentioned Bregman at 39. Uh, as you go down some more, Adrianza's hitting okay. He's 35 for a punt. Uh, Cattell Marte at 35 for a punt. The farther down you go. Wow, this is another bleak one. Maybe a Med Rosario at 3K versus Lester. Brandon Crawford at 3K versus Darvish. I don't hate that at all. Freddie Galvis at 29 is not bad. There is one down here I remember from last night I do like quite a bit. But Kiki Hernandez, outfield shortstop for the Dodgers. We know he loves his lefties. He's 2,800 versus Matt Moore, so that's a nice value play. Our boy Urena from Toronto has been leading off. Another 11-point game last night. He's averaging 8 points his last 10. He's still $2,700 against Gossman. Good punt play there. Uh, Ryan Gones, I mentioned him at 26. The guy I'm looking at, left-handed baddies, third-base shortstop eligible for the Phillies, J.P. Crawford, $2,500. We know 
that Straley's reverse splits guys. Righties hit him better than lefties. Crawford, 18 points last night in that uh, big game. But 18-5-0-10, his last four. Maybe he's starting to figure it out. The kid is super talented. So as a punt play at 2,500, definitely worth a look. And then we'll check lineups for the rest. Let's kick it into the outfield where there's everybody and their mom. We got Trout, of course. Stanton is always a good play. But I mentioned him yesterday. He's as white hot as they can be. I said you get Arenado. You get guys like Trout and you get J.D. Martinez. They have to be in your lineup, at least one of them. Well, J.D. Martinez went deep his first at bat, had a double. He's 5,500, 19 more points last night. He's averaging 20.4, 20.4 his last 10 games. That is ridiculous. 19, 22, 28, 14, 16, 2, 7, 60, 23, 13. That's just ridiculous. He's 5,500. He has 38 homers on the year, and he missed the first month, like month and a half of the season. Crazy. 5,500. Blackman, Betts, double dong last night. He's 53 and play against that against Cotton. Nelly Cruz versus the lefty president, 51 is outstanding. We like that a lot. Benintendi at 48, worth a look. Uh, Springer versus the lefty Skaggs, we like a lot at 48. Uh, very good value there compared to he's like a grand cheaper than the, t- the top priced option. Hoskins at 47. We already talked about him. Mitch Hanniger swinging a hot, hot bat of late. He's 4,600 versus Perez, averaging 12 his last 10, 12 more points last night. So keep Hanniger in play at 46. Eddie Rosario went deep yesterday. He's 45 versus Lamette and in play again tonight. Mention Hat. Mention Matt Olson, who I like a lot. You got Fam at 44. He's not horribly had a big hit last night. Uh, Matt Joyce, 4300 bucks. Another Oakland bat versus Fister you can look at. I love Olsen at 44. Joyce playing well over 11 points his last 10, four homers his last 10. So he's 4300 versus Fister. He's worth a look. A guy like Ryan Braun at 43 is heating up quite a bit. But I love Senchu Chu at 43, and I like Nomar Mazzara quite a bit at 43 versus Leak. Both could be too cheap at those price points versus Leak. Um, that's very, very solid output right there. A guy like K with a Chris Davis at 42 for the power upside. Uh, Ozuna at 43. Yellick at 42 are both in play versus Nola. You scroll down. You got like Duvall at 4K. is not horrible. Delano DeShields Jr. at 4K you keep an eye on. But a guy like I mentioned yesterday, there's a good chance for him to go deep, and he did. Kyle Schwarber is 3,900 again tonight. He had 24 points last night, averaging 9.1 his last 10. Um, and he's 3,900 against Matt Harvey. So Schwarber definitely in play. Under 4K, very solid play. Adam Jones at 39 is not bad. You got guys like uh, Hernan Perez at 38 is okay, but Yasiel Puig at 3800 bucks, very, very, very good versus left-handed bats are pitching. 14 points last night, 19 the night before, a zero, then a 12. He's been swinging it pretty well the last few games. Ride that hot bat out of Yasiel at 3800. I like that a lot. Mentioned Eric Thames earlier. Odebel Herrera at 37 is not horrible. Decent game last night. Mentioned Robbie Grossman yesterday. Continues to get it done. They moved him up in the order. 12 more points last night. Averaging just a little less than 9 points a game right now. So at 3,600, a left-handed bat versus Lamette. Definitely in play with Robbie Grossman. Looking at Cameron Maben at 36 for Skaggs. That is a lot of value there. I love Maben in that matchup at 3,600. Denard Spam versus Darvish at 36. I like as a GPP play. Darvish swing, or I mean, Spam swinging a pretty good bat. Darvish does struggle. Let's give up those early home runs too, so keep him in mind. Getting a guy like Ben Zobris at 35 versus Matt Harvey. 
Zobris is hitting anywhere from first to fourth lately. 14 more points last night. 3,500 does have some tremendous upside in that matchup versus a guy like Matt Harvey. So you target Zobi at second base or outfield for some savings. Uh, ben Gamble, I know it's lefty-lefty, so be careful with 35. I loved him yesterday. He went deep. Straley, uh, Althair versus Straley at 35. Keep Althair in play. He was good last night. Calhoun at 35 versus McCullough is not bad. If you need to rank those three, I go Althair, Gamble, then Calhoun. You might want to sneak Gamble ahead just because if Seattle torches Perez, you get a lot of bullpen, which makes Gamble even more important. But a guy like Boog Powell is left-handed bat versus Fister at 3,400. Boog's been playing well. He had one for one with two walks, a homer, and two runs scored last night, or his last game, which was uh, two games ago for 18 points. His latest game logs, 18, 14, 20, 19, 0, 12. So Boog's playing pretty, pretty well. He steals bags, shows some power. He's 3,400 versus Fister, so keep Boog in your mind as a cheaper option. As you scroll down, try not to read you everyone like I usually do, but like Seth Smith versus Stroman at 33 could be in play. Shebler at 33 is way too cheap versus Flaherty. I like that quite a bit. Ian Desmond is 33 versus Corbin. He has struggled a lot. He's first base outfield eligible, but a nice right-handed power option. Max Kepler is only 32 versus Lamette. Another guy to keep in mind there. Um, Nick Markakis, 32 versus Scherzer could be a decent punt. Nick Williams at 3,100 versus Straley I like a bit. Polanco, 31 versus Anderson. I like Williams more, but Polanco is a sneaky play, potentially. As we go down farther, Matt Kemp, 3K versus Scherzer. Not running to that. You want lefties versus Scherzer, if anything, if you're faking at all. Keep that in mind. But it was pretty not great down here last night when I was scrolling around. Kiki Hernandez, 28, mentioned him earlier. Nice option versus Moore down below. You know, Derek Fisher's 25. If uh, Sierra from St. Louis cracks the lineup, his left-handed bat, they called Magnaris Sierra up from the minors, one of their top prospects. He's 2500 bucks versus Male, so I don't hate that as a punt play if Sierra cracks the lineup. You got Heredia of Seattle, 2,500 versus the lefty Perez. Heredia does hit lefties pretty well. He's batting ninth last night, so keep an eye on Heredia at 2,500 for Seattle as a punt play. You got Tay Heron for the Mets, right-handed bat. He bats about seventh or eighth versus lefties. Not running to play him, but he's 2,400 if you need a punt. Not a, the best play in the world, but he's definitely an option. That's why we're telling you. Other than that, there's not much down here. Check, uh, Let's just check lineups later and see what pops out to you. So there's your bats recapping your pitching on the slate. You got Santana up top uh, at 10-9 versus the Padres. You got in the 8s, Fister, Gossman, Straley. In the 7s, Corbin Anderson. In the 6s, Glassnow, Flaherty. In those orders, your BVP in your day slate, Encarnacion, Lindor, and Naquin have all taken... Uh, Farmer deep, some good numbers versus him in small samples overall. Uh, when you look farther down, like Echeverria is five for ten with a double off Jaime Duda and Espinosa have taken him deep. Ellsbury, I did like Ellsbury's thirty six hundred today. He's twenty one for forty two, three doubles, two homers. It's a five hundred average and forty two at bats versus Chris Archer. That's pretty darn good. Starting Castro seven for eighteen with a double and a homer. Gary Sanchez has taken him deep twice. Gardner's only hit 262. He has two doubles, two triples, and a homer and 42 at bats. Uh, Didi's 8 for 24 with two doubles. 
We get to the evening slate now. You got Chris Davis, four for 13 versus Fister. Jed Lowry, six for 25, three doubles, only a 240 average. Other than that, nothing. Um, the Braves versus, versus Scherzer. Freeman's four for 15. That's a 267 average with two homers. Ryu Ruiz has taken a deep. Kurt Suzuki, five for 15 with a homer. Nick Marcakis, six doubles. Enciarte, four doubles. Flowers, a double and a homer. Garcia, double. Kemp, uh, two doubles and a homer, but low average. So it's boomer bust is what you want with your GPPs. Reese Lightning against Dan Straley, four for six with a double and two homers. Yes. Nick Williams, two for seven with a double and a triple. Rupp and Tommy Joseph have taken him deep as well. Giancarlo, four for nine with a double and two homers off Nola. Ozuna, six for 16. D. Gordon, four for 11 with a double and a triple. Yellick, five for 13 with a double and a triple. Lots to like there. They've had very good success against them this year. Smokes got a homer. Pilar, 10 for 22 off Gosman with a double. Ezekiel Carrera, six for 18 with a double and a homer. Uh, Darwin Barney, six for 17 with a homer. Saunders, Donaldson, Bautista all taking him deep. Uh, you got Manny Machado's taking Stroman deep. Ian Happ, one for two with a homer. Schwarber, one for two with a homer. Rizzo, two for six with a homer. Hayward's homered off of Matt Harvey. Flores, Wilmer Flores is not playing, so he does not matter to you. Uh, but Norioki, five for ten off of Lester. Sensu Chu, I told you I liked. First, you got Mazzaro's one for two with a homer off of Lee, who I, did, I liked also. But Chu, five for 11 with a double and two homers. Napoli's taking him deep. Carlos Gomez, seven for 18 with a double and a triple, but I believe he is out. Nelly Cruz, 7 for 17 with a double and three home runs off Martin Perez. Kyle Seeger, who I told you is still not a bad play, hits lefties well. 16 for 38, a 421 average with a double and four home runs. Taylor Motter, 3 for 7, two doubles. Guillermo, Guillermo Heredia, who I told you I liked, 6 for 14 with two doubles. He's 2500 bucks. Danny Valencia, who does hit lefties well, 7 for 22 with a double and a homer. Zunino's taking him deep. Lots to like there. As you scroll down, Neil Walker, two for four, the homer off Glasnow. Shaw's taking him deep as well. Thames, two for three with a double. Pirates versus Chase Anderson. Starling Marte, seven for 13, two doubles and a homer. Gregory Polanco, five for 22, a double and three homers. Mercer, five for 13 with a double. McCutcheon, six for 19 with a double. Keep that in mind. As you go down farther, you got A.J. Pollock, two for three with a double and a triple off Marquez. Goldie, four for eight, two homers. Marte's taking him deep. Drury with a buck 88 average with two doubles and a homer. Uh, D.J. LeMahieu versus Corbin, 13 for 34, a 382 average, three doubles, two homers. Lucroy, six for 12 with a double. Story's taking him deep. Murphy, Blackman, Reynolds twice. Desmond, Cargo, Arenado, all taking him deep at low averages. Denard Span, 5 for 8, 3 doubles off Darvish. Mentioned him, I believe. Uh, Corey Seager, 5 for 18, the double, 2 homers off Moore, but he's struggling. Puig, 3 for 12 with a homer. Gonzalez, 5 for 19, it's not a good average. Even Turner struggled against him. Mike Trout, hitting 250 with 2 doubles and a homer off Fires, but it's supposed to be McCullers, I believe, so keep that in mind. This could be wrong. Uh, Jake Marisnik, 3 for 3 of the double and a homer off Skaggs. Other than that, really small sample. A 2 way 4 for 12. Not too much to run to there. There's your BVP, and there is your MLB DFS Quick Hits. You have your 12-game slate broken down for you. Pitching, hitting, BVP, the works. 
Check us out, thesportsdgens.com, at thesportsdgens on Twitter. You have Around the Bases of Bo and Mo recording today with a very, very good interview. We hope it comes through. We have uh, Always Pressing PGA DFS pod is out there to get you ready for the BMW Championship. Myself, Bucks, and Jesse goes down tomorrow. Jesse's also got his preview out there for you of the BMW. We've got a lot of content coming out this week. Richard will have your survivor picks, your power rankings for the NFL. we got a ton of DFS taco over the weekend. And then two new writers coming out this week recording the two-point conversion NFL DFS pod with myself, James, and Bucks tonight. So tons, tons going on at thesportsdgens.com. Check it out. Uh, but more importantly, check us out on Spreaker, SoundCloud, iTunes. You have your personal iTunes for each podcast. Plus, you can just do SD Radio, SD Sports on those formats and get everything you need. Give us some rates and reviews. Help this thing grow to be what it can even be even bigger. But more importantly, hit me up on Twitter, at BDNTrick, with your questions. I will help you the best I can. 12 games tonight. Get her in. Some good tournaments to get ready for the weekend. We've got Thursday night football tomorrow night. Golf starting tomorrow. Big college football weekend, as usual. NFL week two. So, so much. But good luck tonight. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits. Your Wednesday, September 13th edition. I'm out.